If you've been in the Apple universe before, you've probably heard of the 20th anniversary Macintosh. But because of how rare that computer is, you probably don't own one. Let me know Let me know if you own one in the show notes or something. I don't know. Uh, or the, the, ra- the rating thing. I don't know. Uh, but uh, if you missed out on the 20th anniversary Macintosh, don't worry. Because something very similar is coming back in this fall. Hopefully. So basically, a very sketchy rumor from a anonymous Twitter account of Mac and I shared them because I don't think they deserve attention. Uh, uh, said that there was going to be a twentieth anniversary iPod Touch, twentieth anniversary iPod Touch that would take inspiration from the twenty twenty one iMac because this year. 2021 will mark 20 years since the first gen iPod was introduced, which is pretty insane. But uh, I did, I originally didn't believe it, but uh, now Steve Moser from Mac Rumors uh, uh, backs up, backs up this information saying, or uh, saying that this information is true. Um, so basically, I think that this is mostly true now that Steve Moser is saying that it's happening. And honestly, I would be very, very down for this. I would a hundred percent buy it. It it literally is insane because like the iPod Touch is still being sold to this day for one hundred ninety nine dollars with. Get this, an A10 Fusion chip, 32 gigs of storage, and a 4-inch, 800-to-1 contrast ratio, 1136 by 640 display. Still being sold in 2021, an 8-megapixel camera, and a bunch of other outdated stuff. This design has not been touched since 2012. In fact, I think it's not been touched since the iMac has been touched, which is actually pretty insane. This thing has not been touched, or the design of this iPod Touch design, or this iPod Touch design has not been touched for longer than the iMac design. Can you believe that? That's insane. Although, to be fair, uh, the 2012 revision of the iMacs are kind of like the 2009 revision of the iMacs from the front. But, uh, uh, from the side, it, it was drastically different. But anyway, so this thing is um, not really a device meant for most people. It's mainly meant for people who don't want to pay for like a phone bill or a phone plan or anything. They just, they just want a device that works with Wi-Fi and all that. And they don't want to deal with like a plan or anything. But at the same time, you can just get an unlocked iPhone for even cheaper on something like Amazon. You can get like a cheap iPhone 8 from Amazon or something that would be cheaper than an iPod Touch. And it would be like a million times better because that thing would have a bigger display, bigger battery, bigger or 
have faster internals, much faster internals, because that thing is using an A11. It would have much better speakers, much better uh, display, like I said, and everything would be better on that thing instead of what the iPod Touch is. But now, there's these rumors of a 20th anniversary iPod Touch, which is, uh, honestly, to me, it's a lot... It's It seems very promising. It's very promising. Apparently, so design of this thing will take cues apparently of uh the 2021 iMac like i said so it'll have a flat back and flat sides which is an improvement from the uh current iPod touch which is a kind of rounded off design with a flat display and um it will also have the same seven colors that the 2020 iMac has, or at least according from these renders, uh, that this sketchy source and renders by Ian and Steve Mulder are sharing. And it will also apparently uh, have, also apparently have the white bezels, which to be fair, most of the iPod Touch colors right now are all have white bezels, besides the space gray, obviously. So... White bezels, honestly, would not be a big deal, especially for the iPod Touch. And also, it'll apparently have... It'll also apparently have the centered Apple logo. And from the looks of it, it'll be kind of like a combination of the iPad Pro bezels design. The bezels of the iPad Pro, kind of. With, the, like, the rounded-off corners and all that. And it will also have, apparently... The white bezels, obviously, from the iMac, which is pretty cool looking, honestly, to me. It looks pretty cool. I would honestly get, like, two of these, to be honest. I would get one to uh, use. I would get one to unbox and use. And I'll get another one to, like, keep in its box forever. Because this thing would definitely be, like, the next 20th anniversary Mar Ma 20th anniversary Macintosh. If you don't know what the 20th anniversary Macintosh is, basically what that thing was, was a... Uh, it was a device that was kind of meant to celebrate not the 20th anniversary of the Macintosh, because that thing came out, the 20th anniversary Macintosh came out in 1997, and the original Macintosh was introduced in 1984. That's not 20 years. But it was kind of like a celebration of Apple's 20 years of existence, even though, um, even though it was introduced in 1997, and Apple was founded in 1976, but I guess it would also be kind of like a 20th anniversary of the Apple II computer, which the Apple II really shaped, it really changed the computer forever. Like, uh, like a lot of what a lot of what we know about computers today would probably would probably uh, be based off of what the Apple II was. But yeah, it was introduced in uh, June of 1997, and. Uh, that was, I think, when Macworld 1997 was. That was when Steve Jobs returned to Apple. And uh, <laughs> if you see that keynote of the 20th anniversary of Macintosh, oh my god, that was, that was terrible. <laughs> that was terrible. You probably thought things like the uh, March 2019 event was bad. To be fair, that was a bad event, but this was... On a whole nother level of bad, bad Apple events. That was terrible. 
but um, this thing was basically like cranked up to the max with everything. Like this thing had a very unique design compared to a lot of other computers. Like normally, like this thing it was kind of like the pre iMac because this thing was like introduced in 1997 which was a year before the iMac was introduced. This is like pre-iMac. And this thing had a pretty unique design. It had Bose speakers on the front and a CD drive that was vertical instead of the like like toaster, I like to call it toaster, slide and disk drive was like, um, it was like a flat CD drive, which was really unique. It had a 12.1 inch, LCD display, and it also had, obviously, everything, uh, put into one, uh, everything put into one chassis, and because of how they managed to make it so thin, they had to make the power supply external, which that power supply also packed in a Bose subwoofer as well to, uh, power it, or, uh, yeah, to power it, and also to add, uh, to add, uh, some good sound. And in terms of the specs, it was not really anything unique. It was a PowerPC 603E, which was used, I think, in a bunch of other Macs. In fact, some other Macs had better processors than what that, what that, what that thing had. It had a 2 gig hard drive, which sounds tiny today, but in 19, 1997, uh, it was uh, actually kind of, <laughs> it was actually, uh, uh, it was actually kind of uh, good. It was kind of good. Um, it had a 1.44 megabyte floppy disk drive and a CD-ROM drive, like I mentioned. And the big thing about this was that the price of it was <laughs> yeah, the price of it was seven thousand five hundred dollars. Seventy five hundred dollars. For a computer that didn't even have the best specifications, it didn't have the best uh, performance, it didn't have the best everything, but it was $7,500. You could get, like, better Mac. you could get, like, better Macs, you can buy, like, two Macs for that price, it was insane, like, that was, that was, like, an insane price, in fact, they, in, like, I think, March of 1998, um, which is actually like I think like a couple days or weeks before they uh, discontinued the TAM, they lowered the price to two thousand dollars instead of the seventy five hundred dollars, and then they decided to discontinue it later on. Which was, uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I'm getting flashbacks to kind of that. I'm getting like, uh, it's kind of like a throwback to kind of that, and. I honestly kind of like it. I kind of, I kind of like this idea that Apple is doing. Hopefully this ends out being true. Hopefully this ends out being true because if this is true, I will buy this thing in a heartbeat. Like I'll buy it faster than literally any other Apple product. I think the last time I bought something that fast was actually actually just a couple of weeks ago with the AirTag. That was actually the first time I pre-ordered an Apple product. Yes, that was the first time I pre-ordered an Apple product. So this is probably going to be uh, the second uh, device that I'm going to pre-order. Um, so yeah. And apparently this thing is going to be introduced in the fall, which I'm pretty sure it's going to be introduced in October because, uh, because October 
was the month that the original iPod was introduced all the way back in 2001. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's going to be introduced in October because that was, again, the month that the original iPod was introduced. So, yeah, that is basically it. Hopefully, this ends up being true. Hopefully, uh, we can see a 20th anniversary iPod Touch okay, in the fall. I'm pretty sure it's going to be either the 8th gen iPod Touch or uh, maybe it's more more likely to be called the iPod Classic Edition. Now, we already have the iPod Classic or we already had the iPod Classic. I'm pretty sure it's probably going to be called just the 20th anniversary iPod Touch or a 20th anniversary iPod maybe or 20th anniversary something. I don't know, but it's probably going to be... <laughs> It's probably going to be called, like, uh, 20th Anniversary something. It's probably going to be reflected in the name of it. That's going to be the 20th Anniversary of the of the iPod. So, yeah. Hopefully this, hopefully this again, uh, ends up being true. And, uh, yeah. Thanks for listening. See you guys later. Bye.